One, two, three, four. We're back. Spoils of Akron podcast. It's Chris and Liz today. With Zach Hurt. Spoils of Akron, the Spoils of Akron podcast. You get better every time. So good, Chris. Oh, thank you very much. Well, so- tell everybody where we've been. Or okay. why we're back, or... Sorry, I had to set my instrument down there. What's the latest and greatest with us? Yeah, we've been gone for a few weeks. We, mm. we tried mm. recording last week with Joe Tucker from uh, South Street Ministries, and we had a, a serious technical meltdown issue with my equipment here. So that has since been resolved. And Chris back, got electrocuted. Back Let's just say it. I got electrocuted. It was ugly. I uh, was resurrected. <laughs> Liz got the defibrillator out, which actually, uh, it, it seconds as a warmer. As I a, keep one handy. As a sandwich maker. Yeah, yeah. So she put that on my chest, came back to life, and we figured everything out. Um, so Ryan and Cody still aren't here. You know, Ryan had a, he had an injury a few weeks back. And we, this is serious. The electrocution was um, a, a fib, obviously. Uh, I hope that's obvious, but our... Poor, sweet Ryan suffered a serious hand injury at work, and he's been uh, pretty incapacitated since. We wish you the best. We miss you so much, Ryan and Cody, but they will be back very soon. Yes, very soon. And, yeah, uh, speedy recovery, Ryan. We were really thinking about you. So For sure. Okay. Well, on a uh, more a lighter and a fun and a, a current note, we are here today with Zach Hurt, the owner of... One of Akron's most popular restaurants right now, Nuevo. We are so honored to have you here. Thank you. You are a dear friend, and uh, we respect you as a really great restaurateur. We are going to talk to you today about how this came to be, whether this was a long-term dream of yours or just something that one day you realized you wanted to do uh, in in the recent past and, and boom, made it happen. So what's the story with that? I'm sure you've been asked a million times, but just give everybody that background real quick. Okay. Well, it was, man, I don't know. It just—it was just an idea that has kind of started as just a little bit of talk between my wife, Lisa, and I. Maybe it's something we can do, maybe not, I don't know. Um, you know, we, sorry. All right, so I, I've worked in a lot of restaurants, obviously, and I've worked in a lot of Akron restaurants. And I was working in a place I wasn't really satisfied with, and I wasn't really, um, I just felt I was kind of stagnating. So the, the, the we we owned a house in Akron, and the thought, the idea of getting a job in Cleveland was just out of, out of the question. So we decided let's try opening our own place. And after a lot of work, three years, uh, we we finally opened. You said several interesting things that I want to touch upon there. Mm-hmm. One very key to mention is that you own and run it with your beautiful wife, Lisa. That's correct. Who everybody yeah. loves and adores. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's yeah. a fascinating person as well. She's a professional nutritionist. Mm-hmm. She works at Akron General, correct? She's a clinical uh, clinical dietitian yeah, for oncology and, and ICU. So what an incredible person to have uh, run a restaurant with you. Oh, yeah. And yeah. she has a history in, in the restaurant industry mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also mentioned that you... Um, worked at many restaurants mm-hmm. in yes, Akron. Yeah. Can you name some that people might have possibly well, gone to when you were there and they just didn't realize well, it? Well, obviously Crave. I worked there for eight years. Um, before that, I was in Kent. But before that, I was at uh, Piatto, which was in downtown Akron for a while. Uh, before that, it was a place called the Amber Pub, some people might remember. That was out in West Akron. Um, I worked at the Mustard Seed for eight years. 
Uh, so yeah, a lot of Akron history. Uh, Isn't that kind history. of kind of cool, Chris? Like. You're meeting Zach today. You've obviously been to Nuevo, and, and I know you've had their great food, but that's just the restaurant industry in a given city for you. You've probably been to one of those other restaurants and cooked food that he made. You just didn't realize, you know, he wasn't the owner and, and maybe was not an executive chef at that time or something like that, but, you know, he did his thing, and then now he's known for what he does at Nuevo, but uh, you've probably had his cooking before. You just never knew i'm sure i have and i, I really like uh what he's serving up at nuevo too i mean it's Thank you. delicious stuff so yeah it is weird it's a it's a it's a big small town here in akron it you know? really is yeah. a lot of people really in, in certain industries have been to many different businesses locations within that industry so yeah. so and it's also a, a lesson and not not to make anybody mad in Akron because you never know who you're going to run into again, <laughs> right? True. Oh, yeah. So you've probably, learned, probably I've never stormed out of any restaurant <laughs> job. Or, no. You, know. you don't want to I've learned we're destined to offend people via this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, you know, I can't avoid it, so I'm just not going to dance around that anymore. It's going to happen because you cannot make everybody happy. I've learned that much. It's we okay. are good-hearted people. We're out to promote the great things in Akron. But sure enough, everything you do is going to, you know, rub someone the wrong way. And, you know, that's all right. We'll roll with those punches. I have your menu in front of me, mm-hmm. and I want to play a fun little game here. Um, I, I thought maybe Ryan would be back today, and this would be like super fun to play with he or Cody because they're a little younger and getting to know um, the Akron restaurant scene, okay. mm-hmm. and they're in the process of starting to refine their palates more. So they're not as familiar with uh, some of these kind of higher-grade dishes oh. like what you do at Nuevo. It is an upscale modern Mexi- oh. Mexican restaurant, and you have hands-down, like, one of the best, if not the best, bars in town. Oh, thank you. So, anyway, I want to play with some of the words on the menu, and we'll see if Chris knows what's up. Oh, oh obviously well, you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, Lubina. L-U-B-I-N-A. What you got, Chris? Lubina. Oh, she was By a, the way, I would not have known this. She was a lovely lady. <laughs> we dated for a few months, and it just didn't work out. Lubina, is it an ingredient? Uh, it's the name of a dish here. It's okay. under their entrees. And if you can guess uh, a main ingredient, I will high-five you because I could not have. Um, I'm just making you look bad. Okay. Well, I would have looked really bad as well. I'm guessing it's some sort of pepper. Oh, uh, what is Lubina, Zach? Oh, sorry, sea bass entree. Sea bass, okay. Yeah. No, so does Lubina close. actually translate to sea bass? Yes, it does. What I did was... Now uh, we know. Now the, we know. What I, the, the titles of a lot of those dishes uh, was just the, the Spanish translation of the main protein. But some of them are just kind of plays on, on that. Um, I like to have a little bit of fun when I'm coming up with recipes and, and names of the dishes so that, you know, a little more fun, I guess. Well, what about this? Now, this one I would have known. I, did you ever take Spanish? No. I oh, okay. Oh. I took yeah. French. I was going to yeah. say, like, like pato. You know that one? No, I, knew, I, I knew pato was oh. duck. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's do one more here. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, here we go. Fritas. Fritas. Um, corn, right? Dun, 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 dun. No. That usually refers to like a French fry, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Fried. Or a fried, fried, so, yeah. a fried oh, something. It means yeah. fried, right? Yeah, so okay. papa fritas is our uh, fried potato wedges. Ah. You have your fried veggie sticks. Am I calling them the right thing? Describe oh, them better. The, They're the, the bomb. Veg? Yeah, it's a malanga, mat, a malanga uh, fried malanga sticks. Fried malanga sticks. Everybody mm. has to get those. They're I recommend so them highly. Yeah. Your ceviche, I'm always all oh, about that. Yeah. Anything from the bar. Tell everybody when you were planning this um, how your first menu came to be. Like, did you already, was it a p- sort of 
long creative process? Did you know as these three years of planning were going on exactly what you wanted to do? Or was it like near the opening date, you were still figuring that out with your, your top chefs? Well, what we did, well, putting a, having a menu was part of the business plan. Like you, I had to have a menu for our business plan to when we approached our investors and our bank. We had to show them that, we, you know, once we opened the restaurant, we already knew what we, we what, like that, that part of the planning process was already out of the way. Got so, it. I spent about eh, about six months or so putting together the first menu, um, a lot of cookbooks. I think I bought about 15, 20 cookbooks and just went over them every night. You know, you know part of lo- me being as lucky, as fortunate as I am to having Lisa is I'd work full day at, work, at the restaurant. I'd come home and all I want to do is just turn on the TV and, go and watch the TV and go to bed. Every night she's like, no, no, we got to do this. We got to do this. We, we got homework to do for this business plan, you know. So... The, wom- the woman behind the man. Oh, it's true. I mean, I don't think uh-huh. if neither of us could have done this restaurant without the other one because we push each other uh, o- awesome. over and over and over and over again. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Jason and I people say that about us all the time, and and it that's truly the case. Someone said to me one day, um, and he wasn't here. I don't think Urban Eats would be what it was without you, Liz. And I said, well, sure, it wouldn't. But I'll tell you what, it would not be what it is without Jason yeah. either. Not nearly. Like, there's a lot of hard work and a lot of labor behind what he does and a lot of talent and a lot of experience. Um, and and it's so people that collaborate, work together, and bring their different qualities to the table make something that couldn't be without the other person. I, I have a question for both of you. Since you both have... Um, you're, you work with your significant others. You basically own a business with them. Is it difficult to delineate business from personal life? And do are there challenges? Jason's not his head. Yes, Liz. Um, are there challenges? You know, may, maybe something. You have a disagreement at work. Does that follow you home and vice oh, versa? <laughs> Chris, we, we should get on the mic for yeah. Jason. I, I just uh, want to know because not everybody can do that, and you guys both seem to be do that successfully. I mean. Urban Eats and Nuevo mm-hmm. seem to be, you know, they are successful businesses locally. And may, maybe what are some of those challenges? You want to go first? Sure, so yeah. You're the guest. You're the guest. It follows me home for sure. I mean, we do, when we have an issue at work, we definitely deal with it at home. But it's on a more lighter you know, like if she makes a decision that I'm not—I don't think it was the right, the right decision. I'll, I'm not going to scream at her in front of the, the, the staff at work, or, or even—we never have time really to just talk about it at work because we're—I'm in the kitchen, she's on the floor, or whatever. So we, we take it home with us and we talk about it, discuss it at home. Most of the time, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what but, about you, Jay? Who's wrong most of the time? I know that feeling. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Well, I'd be lying if I said it, it's just roses and happiness and sunshine all the time. It's a, a difficult balance at times, but I've learned hands down it's it's worth the trade-off. It's worth mm-hmm. getting to work yeah. with your significant other and building something beautiful together that you envisioned and that you're passionate about and that you see your customers appreciating. Like What you get out of it is worth those. There's just going to be some difficult moments where hey, I love you, but I don't agree with what you're doing right now and it's driving me crazy. And then, yes, that'll go home with you and, and, and you'll revisit that. And you always want to, we've learned this, at the end of that conversation, say, you know, here's how we could do it better next time so that when we're confronted with that at work or in whatever given um, situation arises that, you know, maybe we can handle it better next time in one way or the other, even if it was handled well to begin with. You just always want to work on that relationship and that relationship with your business. Mm-hmm. It's it's a, a learning experience, to say the least. That's true. It really is, yeah. Every day. But it, it's awesome. And you probably have to put aside the 
the intimate relationship when you go to work, right? You're just, no, we you're, make you're out at the counter. Oh, and yeah. Awesome. <laughs> we're, yeah we're, Lisa and I are I super to, touchy feely to too. More, more oh, my gosh. Yeah. Are you serious? Well, you guys uh, are around an awful lot of tequila, so maybe there is some touchy feeling. <laughs> you can't resist because yeah, that true. just does things to you. Yeah. Speaking of which, you've got a, a, a really impressive array of tequilas. Mm, yeah. I went to a really beautiful dinner at your place that was the Iberico mm. Pig uh, dinner and tequila tasting. Thank you for that. It's one of the oh, most sure. incredible um, dinner experiences I've ever had oh, here. Oh, wow. Thank you. And I want you to tell everybody what Iberico Pig is and uh-huh. tell them about those dinner and tequila tastings that you're now hosting. Okay. Well, so Iberico Pig is a, a super rare pork that comes out of Spain, the Iberico region. Uh, at one time, it was a wild pig that was throughout most of Europe and that's what everybody ate when they ate pork but uh, due to like modern factory farming practices that that species has pretty much been wiped off the face of the earth because no one really it's just a lot of work what happens with these animals is they are raised with a special feed uh, and when they when it's Clo- comes close to the time t- for their slaughter, which about, I think is about six weeks out or so. They let them go hang out in this this forest. There's an oak forest. Yeah, they they they, they eat all acorns, the, right? Yeah, they they fatten themselves on these acorns. And for for whatever reason, it was illegal to import that that product, that the, the p- uh, pork, into the United States until about five years ago. So if you could get your hands on it, it was usually just the ham because it was preserved, and it was really expensive. It still is quite expensive, but it wasn't. It was just like ungodly expensive, and it was like the, the one of the holy grails of culinary world. You know, like a truffle or an Iberico ham or those uh, those little French birds. I can't remember what they're called, ortolans. Well, anyways, um, so. I got an offer. I, I got. I met, sat down with one of my uh, purveyors about uh, six months prior, and he said, "Hey, I've got these Iberico suckling pigs that you guys can buy off of me if you want." So I Eat immediately, I was like, "Right pigs. now!" So these guys are obviously uh, they don't actually eat the acorns because they don't even eat meat. They're just, they're, they're you know they're slaughtered before they're weaned. So uh, I got my hands on two of them. Uh, there was I think about I think it said forty were imported into the United States. So it was still a pretty rare deal. It and almost uh, sounds like they were smuggled. It almost sounds like I know, we right? got 40 into the yeah. States. Yeah, it was, and we it was all really had these, exciting. You know. Inside the tires. <laughs> <laughs> Inside the tires. It was Secret yeah. dinners yeah. on the illegal pig. Uh, yeah. It was really incredible. You guys yeah. did an amazing job. And um, you even threw in a surprise course. Thank you for that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tequila that went with it, there was a gentleman, I'm trying to remember his name, that talked about the tequila, and he was great. Sure, that was Aaron. Yeah, okay. Aaron, my, our general manager, he is obsessed with tequilas. He is, every day he's calling me, I found a tequila, we gotta get this stuff in, or whatever. Or do a recipe we gotta try, or something like that. It's, well, it's good to have them on our side. It's cool that you guys are educating people on tequila. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. what we do with these dinners. That's what we wanna do is, like my, for my, my background, tequila, all I really knew was Cuervo. You know, you drink it, you throw up. That's all I knew about it. And, uh, and you always shoot it, whereas yeah. he's teaching you to sip on it. Exactly, so I went to a, actually I went to a dinner at Momocho for New Year's Eve, this is probably, I want to say 2004, and uh, it was th- four course tequila dinner, and each course was paired with tequila, just like we do. And it was we were instructed, like we were taught, you know, don't shoot it, taste it. Here's the flavors that you're going to taste with this tequila. How, this is how it's going to par- pair with your food, just like a wine. And that blew my mind. I mean, that, I, I remember that night so well. I remember some of the foods I still have, I had uh, to this day. Um, What's your most expensive tequila in the restaurant? Well, Patron, which is uh, depending on how you look at it, is either over. 
there they, they may be too much hype, but uh, we have a shot by them called uh, Patron Berdeos. Not a shot, but say a that again. Patron Ber- what? A Berdeos. A Berdeos. A Berdeos. Uh, sorry, Berdeos. Berdeos. Patron mm-hmm. Berdeos. It's uh, uh, aged in uh, Bordeaux casks, and it is we we charge sixty five dollars for a shot. So the there was originally French Bordeaux wine stored in these mm-hmm. casks, That's and then they empty them, and uh-huh. there's still some residual. Is that the idea? Well, the, there's the residuals. It's in soaked the, in. It's soaked in the wood. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, so the, these are wooden casks. <laughs> exactly. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So it's how much for a shot? Sixty-five dollars. And what if you wanted to buy the bottle? Uh, we probably charge. Has anyone done that? To, no, we usually don't do that. Actually, it's interesting you brought that up. We probably Saturday was probably the first time anyone's ever asked if they could buy a whole bottle at the restaurant, and it wasn't Burdales; it was something else. But um, a bottle of Burdales, we probably charge close to a thousand dollars for, if not more. Um, it's not cheap to begin with. I mean, it's very, it's quite expensive. Dear Santa, <laughs> here's what I want for Christmas next year <laughs> or this year, right? Hello, Happy New Year, Chris. Are you a tequila drinker? What's your favorite? What's your flavor? I'm not much of a tequila drinker, to be no. honest. I'm not. A, yeah, I'm kind of a lightweight. But I, I will say, I was there about a year ago with some friends, and we got that sampler, oh. the tequila oh, the sampler. Flight. Yeah, the it was flight amazing. Board, yeah, yeah I, I just I didn't realize tequila could taste so good because oh, I just yeah. had Cuervo, whatever was in, yeah. whatever shots were served to me in my younger years. Uh-huh. But, well, that's yeah. one of my favorite things about his bar is it's not just. Um, your run-of-the-mill margaritas, you're gonna get. You can get a really finely crafted original style margarita, but there's oh. you can get the flights with the different flavors and the way that you can mix those with all those different rims. That's my favorite because you know I mix it up every time I go. They've got lime zest for rims. They've got different sugars. They've mm. got uh, toasted coconut, uh, chili powder, uh, smoked sea salt. That's probably my favorite. Am I it's right? Really good. Yeah, that's um, a great one. Not that I would know. Um, everybody, <laughs> all the. <laughs> All these rooms, I just happen to have them off the top of my head. You, you drink the non-alcoholic tequila. Right. That's right. No, I, it's such a great bar. I love to just go with my friends, sit at the bar, have drinks, munch. Um, the bar manager, can I call him that, right? Yeah. Is your twin brother. That's correct. Yeah. Twin brother. Yeah. I love that. He's such a good bar manager, too. Like that's I he give is, credit to him because... Oh, my God. He's quite, he quite a story. I mean... Before before we opened, he was a carp or a painter and a carpenter. He's never bartended in his life, and now he's you know he's our head mixologist. Mixologist, he's so good, great. Oh Oh. man, he made this drink the other day. It was a it was called a Good and Plenty. He was just like messing around with flavors, and it tasted just like a Good and Plenty. And he had a a sugar salt rim on it, so it had like that almost like a candy shell crunch when you drink it. Oh, it was crazy. It was okay. I want to come in and try that now. I don't even like black licorice, which is what that Uh, tastes like, right? mm -hmm, But I'll try that. You know who would like that is Mr. Tony Tropy. He loves some black licorice. Does he really? He does. I got him black jelly beans for Christmas. No way. I have to let Eric Eric know that. I'm more of a Mike Knight guy myself. Yeah, you like lemonheads. <laughs> Cherry and bubs, hot tamales. Lemonheads here. Um, so he's awesome. You guys are not identical. Uh, I have to bring up the time we went to the nightlight together for your birthday. That was a, a good time. That was a good time. We got yelled at. Curtis Hare, the director of the nightlight, was one of our guests a few weeks back. And I had to relay this story. I was like, we're one of those people oh. <laughs> that other people got mad at. But there was no one else in the theater there but that little, woman yeah. and whoever she was with. Two people. Yeah. They were way at the other side of the theater. I know it's not a big theater. But it was your birthday. You'd had a few drinks. Like, it was an exception. Exactly. Um, but that was a good time. And everyone can hear your voice now because I described this during that podcast. You have a low, like, Very reverberating low voice. voice. So that's what she was picking up on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it carried, but 
Anyway, that lady hates us for life. That's all I know. Whatever. That's that's what I was talking about. You can't make everybody happy all the time. So, so if you're and listening right now, those life goes those on. rude people from the movie are, are at Urban Eats. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Unfortunately, we'll be gone before this is posted. We're gonna usually say, very respectful. We love the nightlight. We're not those people all the time. It was an exception. If she comes to Nuevo, I'll definitely comp her meal. Right, wow. and oh, if, yeah. if she comes here, what can I do for her? Jason and I will refrain from making out at the counter like we talked about. That's oh, that's yeah. really got to stop anyway. That's a good um, now no one's coming here. Um, what People a- pay extra for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about your latest and greatest news? It's pretty incredible stuff. It's yeah. been press released. It's out oh, yeah. there in, in the universe, so this is happening. Mm-hmm. You are about to do What? Go on vacation for the first time. Oh, wait, no, that's not it. Um, well, okay, so I'm going to start actually back up a little bit. Um, we all, you know, Nuevo is very successful, and we're, we're very fortunate that we, we have such a great crew working for us. And my vision and Lisa's vision can be executed flawlessly, I would say, without us being around or, you know, overseeing every single step of the process. So we always get really good press. Uh, Beacon Journal loves us. Uh, Scene Magazine, which was a, so, such an honor. They love us, too. But uh, Plain Dealer likes us, and they wrote an article about us back in August. And unbeknownst to us, a, a developer in Cleveland read that article, came down, tried our food, and liked our concept, and sent us an email in October asking us to open a restaurant in Cleveland that they wanted to build for us. Woohoo! So, and it's happening. And it's happening right now, yeah. So we're building. Did you know this? Um, you know, I think I had. It's pretty. Read it's that. new news. It's new news. But it's great because it's the opposite of what usually happens. Usually, something yeah. in Cleveland opens and it's popular, and they open an Akron. Yeah, exactly. This is like this is, Akron's cooler than Cleveland. Right I, it is. And I like how your, you think. I like that. You're right. And with the exception of Brico, I don't think there's really been anybody who's gone from Akron to Cleveland. Well, and Brico and Cleveland uh, is no longer exactly. If, if yeah, I'm not they're Playhouse Square, and they they've pulled up their tents. Um, well, you guys are in one hell of a location. Yeah. East so, Ninth Pier, am I yeah, right? Yeah, at the very end of the East Ninth Pier, next to Voynovich Park. Um, they're building right now. Actually, just at the site today, just checking it out. Um, okay, so he said it's next to Voynovich Park. It's also right next to the William G. Mather, yes. um, right there facing the Rock Hall or, or kind of next to it. You'll be able well, to look out the window at the Rock Hall. Yeah, it's behind us. I mean, if Well, if you're facing north, it's behind right. us. Yeah. That picture that Joe Levac took uh-huh. is incredible. Yeah. There's, There's a, a professional local photographer, everybody named Joe Levac, and so credit to him, he took this amazing photo of the skyline and and the rock hall and everything that was lit up at night which is going to be the view from the new nuevo yeah. is it going to be called nuevo yes yeah we thought about, we thought about changing the name or maybe a play on the name but we decided to keep it as nuevo just keep the brand as it is um but yeah so new construction two stories first floor we'll see about 100 inside but we have an outdoor patio that's going to seat about 140 people that's a really Real big, big patio, patio. Wow. and then a second floor banquet facility i mean I, that's kind of unheard of i can't think of any place with a patio that big no so we gotta make i mean hopefully it's not hopefully it's good <laughs> we have some good summers as a, as are you scared last. that you're biting off more than you can chew with that with that patio or do, mm. are you solid are you like no we got this my concern i don't i'm not concerned about that my concern is if our kitchen is going to be big enough because we are to really, accommodate. yeah we're limited at space and you know you want to maximize as much the floor space you want to make as much money on the floor as you can but you don't want to so you don't want to sacrifice too much back of the house but it's it's going to be real it's a good it's going to be juggling juggling act we're working on we're working on that right now the full layout but uh these are else. the deciding factors and the treacherous plannings of opening a restaurant oh, everybody we yeah. we saw you do it you came into urban eats for lunch a lot as you were planning yeah. uh nuevo here in akron and it was really 
we were so proud of you guys. It was really cool to just see it all sort of come to fruition. You'd meet with Alan Burge and the, you know who is the architect and um, your partners and. Mm-hmm. You know, it was crazy. It started, you know, conversationally. And then the next thing you know, you guys had somebody coming in with samples of dishes that you're picking out. And just to see that unfold, it was just a really neat process to watch. And as friends watching it happen for you was, I don't know, we were just so, so stinking happy for you guys. And then to come in and actually see it in action, it's, it's kind of on a personal level. It's just, it's like family. It's like, you're so proud of watching your friends do, do something like achieve a dream that, came to light you know right here in your own little shop it's really really cool so thanks for coming in when you did and patronizing us and you still come in for lunch and see us yeah. and, and we still come and see you it's it's a beautiful thing that the restaurants support each other it's like they do in this town yeah. it's an awesome thing it, it's an Akron thing you know yeah. no one I, I the the more successful businesses organizations in Akron are not competitive we right. find ways to yeah. help each other to boost yeah. each other um, so when when you open this Cleveland location you're gonna be bouncing between Akron and Cleveland a lot during uh, that, that initial launch, yeah, during the initial launch for sure. I've got a, uh, I've got a guy. Um, I hired a, a friend of mine to come and basically run Cleveland for me. So he's going to start in Akron. Uh, I was going to say at the beginning, you said you didn't want to open a restaurant in Cleveland because you live here in Akron, so it didn't yeah. seem feasible. Right. But you have the Akron location now, and you are doing Cleveland. Uh-huh. You're still going to live in Akron, right? So yeah. there's going to be a lot of commuting for you for a while. For a while, but once you know, once. I feel, I feel that that boat isn't rocking anymore. I got a guy that's just going to... I got gonna, a guy. He, I got a guy. He's going to work <laughs> down here in Akron for a while, and then I'm gonna, he's going to transfer to Cleveland, and we're going to kind of bounce back and forth. You know, I'll be up there sometimes. He'll be up there, and then eventually he'll be up there full time. I want a guy. Chris, will you be my guy like that? Like, Jason's my guy, obviously. Oh, but, yeah, Jason. But I mean, like, guy. I want, like, a guy like, I got a guy. I got a guy. Yeah. Like, I got it covered. I got a guy. It's good to have yeah. a guy. It's really good to have a guy. Jason's an awesome guy. Jason and you used to work together, by the way. Yeah, a couple of times. Right, several it, times. That's right. Oh my god. Several times over. I know. Oh I know you worked together at Crave. Where else did you guys work together? I worked with him at uh, Piatto. That's where we first met. Yeah. And, okay. Uh, then uh, he was my boss at Fuel Nightclub. <laughs> oh my gosh! Talk about some of the parties because I've heard some <laughs> stories. Okay, go. No parties. Oh, <laughs> terrible. We're, behind us. Boo yeah. hiss. <laughs> boo boo hiss. What that do you think the people want to hear? <laughs> Yeah, I've uh, heard some. I've heard some stories. So um, I never went to any parties there. I I'm was just saying, if working. any if anyone comes up to me on the street and wants to hear a story, I'll tell you a story. <laughs> uh, let's see. I have a really fun uh, game in mind for you while you're here today. Um, we do have to blindfold you for it. How do you feel about that? Okay. I guess. It doesn't matter. We're gonna do it. Okay. So give me uh, one second. Chris is gonna chat you up here. Okay. Uh, she had mentioned the William H. Mather. Um, yes. Are you familiar with that William boat? William G. William G., you're right. I'm not. So it's this really big it. iron ore ship that's docked just out, just across the bay from us. It's, it, they used it back in the 20s, and now it's a, it's a floating museum, right? Well, the, our, our developer is friends with the guys that actually own this boat, and they're going to move it over to the other side of the pier next to us and they said that we can use it as an event space. What? Yeah, so it's 600 feet long. That is incredible. And it's like five stories tall. That's insane. So we could have like these, I mean, as long as like the logistics work out, we could have these massive, massive events. I want to have a party on the boat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. planning my next <laughs> Falling off party. the boat. Boat party plus tequila equals yeah. oh a good time for Liz. Oh my gosh, yeah. you guys, that's like the dream. So I that mean. That could be like the good time for yeah, that's right. Yeah, four point five, four four. Uh, the good time quattro. That's such an awesome thing. All right, okay. we're gonna trust you to put your own blindfold on so that we don't make it 
even more awkward for you than it is. So has anyone told you oh, you yeah. look like Dave Grohl? I, I do okay. get that, yeah. He, he looks like he could be like rock and roller by I night. I can see that. Restaurateur by day. I get uh, it. DBA? Oh, yeah. That was right. one of the best surprise concerts I ever went to. I, went, I wanted to go see Weezer back in the day okay. when they were in Cleveland. We're just going to let you sit there blindfolded for a minute. And okay. um, it, ended up, it was a, a Weezer Foo Fighter concert, like half and half. You know, one didn't, it wasn't like one opening. It was meant to be like a half and half. Anyway, um, although one did play first. Anyway, but David Grohl rocked out, and I was way impressed. I was cool with the Foo Fighters, but I wasn't like all about them. And I saw that show, and what a performer live. Hmm. What venue was that? That was, I think it was at the Q back in the day. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was big, a big show. 15 years ago or something. Hmm. Okay, what's going on is uh, I want to do this fun thing when we have chefs on from now on, and we're gonna do these cute little blind tastings, which I know oh, you, which I know you love God. the idea of. I asked Zach everybody one time. I was like, "Hey, I want to do stuff in Musica, like little Iron Chef matches and, oh, yeah. and blind tastings." And he just was, rolled his eyes and was like, "Oh my God, get me out of, get me out of here now!" Spoon feeding him. Oh, Jason wants to spoon feed you. Oh boy, yeah, I did okay. a I did a Let's vegan Iron Chef once, and that was not much fun. Is that why you seemed very anti anti the idea? Which I thought you'd be all about it. Okay, so right. open. none of these will kill you. None of them so will you know. kill you, but you might have an allergy that we don't know about, but we're not going right. to worry about that. We'll okay. just see. I have my... Again, I have those... What do those, you call that shot? Uh, EpiPen? Right. And I've yeah. got those pet paddles that I saved Chris with, which... Oh, that's right. I don't know. Okay, okay here we go. Up. Here's the first First one. bite. <laughs> we need a picture of this. Jason, well, I, I'm Jason get, feeding I'm him video. like a baby. Oh. For, for, for those listening, we'll have some video we'll post. All right. What do you think about that? Hmm. We didn't say that these were going to taste good, by the way. Yeah. Well, it's nutty. Mm. These are some basic kind of ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't want to give you anything uh, that was a prepared food. We, we thought we'd... Ooh, I didn't think this one mm. would trip him up. I'm thinking. Mm. Can we give him hints? We can give him a hint. You're wearing a scarf that goes with this type of food on your face that we blindfolded <laughs> you with. <laughs> Did you look at it? Oh yeah, it's a it's a blanket, a Mexican blanket. No, 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 no. no. Hmm. It's very um, think uh, Middle Eastern. Oh, yeah, I see. Think oh, um, t- tahini. Oh, gave it away. Okay. <clears throat> Done. I but was, that was I was saying hint. peanut butter was too thin. Yeah, no, you're, you totally get too bitter. Ding, 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 tahini. He got okay, it. Okay, yeah, here's a good one. Okay, this will this will be a little more assertive. Here we go. Okay. Okay, here it comes. Oh God, he's chewing it. Poor thing. Mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> we have beverages. Well, it's definitely salt. You are right. And I know you know that, but is it possible? Because I don't think it is. This is the hardest one as far as I'm concerned. Can you pick out what kind of salt oh, that is? It. I got a little bit of clove off the front of it, but... I could never. Mm. I, don't, I, I suppose some chefs could. I don't Maybe know. Maybe a black salt? It's actually... This is the hardest one, everybody. We'll go. Let's give him a hint. Uh, think Mount Everest. Oh, so it's Himalayan, Himalayan salt. Oh, look at you. And it's yeah, got a color. Think cotton oh, candy. pink, yeah. Okay, so pink Himalayan sea salt. That was the hardest one as far as I'm concerned. Here's a super easy one. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, you can just Here. shoot this one yourself. Here. Oh, yeah, okay. you can shoot that. Yeah, oh, that's a shooter. Gotcha. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hmm. Where'd I go? This is so fun. Hmm. I love that. We're walnut? torturing him. Yes, walnut. Ding, ding, ding. He doesn't even know where the mic is because he can't see it, so he has to feel. The next one's thumbtacks. 
feel for it and he, <laughs> he he runs his mouth into the mic now every now yeah. and then poor thing all right let's uh we're gonna hurry this along we're gonna skip these and here's this put out your hand shooter liquid be careful okay okay here we go you know something to cleanse the palate and you can guess what it is it's a fun one is it root beer root a beer and that's what i'm drinking there you go. Cheers. Oh. cheers cheers okay one more one more okay okay get rid of that all right and this one you have to drink the whole thing also liquid liquid also liquid and you're not allowed to smell it first i'm not allowed to smell no it. you're not allowed to smell it damn it go fast come on throw it in your oh, face shoot. <laughs> down the hatch Well, that's tequila. You're welcome. You're welcome. We'll finish it off with that. There you go. Congratulations. Nice. Very good. Very good. Ones. We had powder Yeah, we sugar, had some others. Flour. Do you want to taste some flour, Zach? Grandma masala. <laughs> yeah, wow. that would have been a good one, Grandma masala. But I just, like, you know, after a few, I was like, I don't want Okay. How fun is it to be blindfolded? Not very. You did awesome. Thank you. Okay, if you were going to... I gonna... did need some hints for the first one, though. I feel bad about that. That's, like That's okay. Years of we started to, uh, with the hard ones. Perfect your taste buds. We started with the hard ones. The tahini and the pink salt were... I mean, if you're actually going to pick what kind of salt that is, that's crazy hard. I um, should know the tahini, though. I used to make falafel and, and hummus at a place for like three years. Are you glad we didn't like feed you Windex or <laughs> Comet? Because we could have done anything. Potting you, soil. you trusted us, and I didn't want to. Potting soil. Wow, <laughs> I'm inspired. Who's, who's our next chef? We've got scheduled. <laughs> you gotta get Aaron. That we don't like. Aaron from Crave. Get him over here, please. Stop we it. Like him. We like him. I know. Be fun. Oh, Shaft would be great. Yeah. It'd be funny. Yeah, it would be funny. Oh man. Okay, so if you were doing this to someone, what would you feed them? Um, I don't know. I, maybe I, what, like maybe raw oh, some raw squid. Raw squid, no. Um, maybe like frozen grapes, stuff that's Ooh, like that it tricks similar, you. but it's yeah, kind of tricky. All right. I don't think that'd be might be too hard though. This was know. our first run. I need to up my game. I'm gonna do stuff like that. Frozen grapes. I like it. If um, people want to have a private party at Nuevo, mm -hmm. obviously they can call and find out the details. But just kind of generally tell everybody how that usually works. Can they rent out? Uh, the whole restaurant if they want can they rent out the bottom floor you have two levels in there in, inside oh, three oh, inside yeah I mean, if you include the patio you've got three yeah um they can i mean um everything comes with a price so private dining room in the basement we see about 35 uh, we do everything from off the menu to buffets to private platings we do we've done the dinners down there before um if you want to rent it out um it depends on the day of the week and the, and the time of the day uh what we need to do we don't we don't charge to we don't charge anybody specifically to use the space. We just ask that you pay enough to offset the loss of revenue that right. we, we incur for the loss because we can't seat people in that spot. Totally makes sense. They have um, to do that at Musica a lot. If somebody's yeah. like, oh, can I have a party on a Friday night? Well, we would have had a show that night. So you've right. got to, yeah, exactly, cover yeah. that difference. So, and that's the, that's the extent of it. So it's, it's, and it's a, there's a sliding scale and there's a formula. So if you want the basement, uh, lunch on a Monday, the, the, uh, versus you, a Friday night. Yeah. Right. You gotta, you gotta spend at least 500 bucks with, and if you have 30 people down there, that's nothing. It's all, know? it's all relative then yeah, based exactly. on the day, the time, yeah. mm -hmm. whether it's a holiday, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Um, the whole thing is decorated, both levels. The whole place is decorated with local art yep. and it's incredible. Uh, you've got Todd V in there. Lots of Todd V. Yeah. Local painter. He did some really great portraits mm -hmm. of some famous uh, Mexicans mm -hmm. and Spaniards. Tell me who. There's Frida. Oh, yes, Frida and her There's husband. Diego Rivera, mm -hmm. her husband. Yeah. Who else am I forgetting? Zorro? 
Uh, is Haro's down I there? Think That's I correct. Saw Zara. Yeah. Um, it's been also, a while the uh, since I was downstairs. Uh, the Talavera woman, who is a very famous uh, icon, Mexican icon, she's uh, the skeleton with the uh, big feathered, uh, big uh, flowered, I guess, hat. Is that the mosaic work? No. Who did that? Uh, that was, um, oh, what is it? Because that's really cool. Did you ever see, do you know what I'm talking about, Chris? By the restrooms, there's a huge mosaic sort of um, painting or portrait, but it's a mosaic, so it's different. But it's a piece of artwork with two skeletons, kind of Day of the Dead uh, skeleton people, a man and a woman, and it's so meant to be oh, Zach yeah. and Lisa. Oh, but yeah, I never I did know that. who, yeah. I never knew who did that. Rick White. Is he a local? artist, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he does uh, you know, like custom mosaics for people's, the bathrooms and that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. But um, he, we, we got him to do these these two beautiful murals, uh, or I guess you know mosaics, um, and we actually initially had him do it for the stairway to go to our patio, but the stairway is kind of tight and dark, so you can't really see it so well. And last winter we moved him inside, and we like they work inside so much better, so that's where they're at now. Awesome! You have one of the best patios uh, in mm. town as well. I, I mentioned you have one of the best bars, but everyone's a fan of that patio and the view. Oh yeah. It's a view not just of the first Merritt Tower, which right. is a beautiful, very iconic Akron building, mm. and, and the rest of the skyline down uh, that stretch of Main Street, but it's also, on a good night with a good sunset, a beautiful sky. Yeah. And oh, you yeah. have yeah. the lights strung, and there's yeah. another, a smaller mm. bar up there, and you have um, it's landscaped. You have live music sometimes. Yeah, once a week. And um, was I going to say there's a fire pit. Yep. Very yeah. cozy, yeah, very intimate fire. little space yeah, when you yeah. first get up there. It's phenomenal. Did you guys know you were going to have that when you started? Oh, yeah. You did. Oh, you, yeah. you planned so, for that. Oh, yeah. So Trophy. It's not the 140-seater you've got coming. Yeah. Which, boy, oh, boy. Um, yeah, Tony, with that spot, we... Um, you know, probably, you know, we were trying to find a place to put the restaurant. Because it came a few months after you opened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we wanted that spot. So we went to Tropy and uh, Tony Tropy. Mm-hmm. Uh, local entrepreneur and Akron's Superman, I call yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Mr. Akron. Almost. His birthday's tomorrow. Yeah, happy, happy birthday, birthday Tony. Um, and we went to that spot and he said, someone else is going in there. You got to find something else. And we looked at a few other spots that he owned and nothing really fit what we wanted to do. And we ended up finding a spot that the city owns. He was lying. He just wanted you to want it more. It's possible. He was playing hard to get. He was. I'm just he's kidding. so coy. Um, <laughs> but uh, across the street from Crave, attached to the parking deck, is a, is a spot that the city built that mm-hmm. is. To this day, still empty. Uh, Thirty foot tall ceilings, big wide open space, beautiful patio. Uh, opportunity for another for a rooftop deck like we have, and that's what we were like. You know what? Let's do that one. And the problem with that spot was there's there's nothing inside. There's no floor. There's no electric. There's no nothing. And it's not as big as what you no, have there now. Isn't it. No, it's not the interior. And, and to turn that into an operable rest- restaurant would have cost. Over, a fortune. Yeah, over, well over twice what we have. I mean, it doesn't even have a finished floor. Exactly. So the city had this great deal, though. If we were to lease it for the city, we would get it free from them. We would pay no money for it, as long as we turn it into a restaurant. We could not do that. So we approached a couple of developers to do it. We would, the idea was the developer would lease it for free from the city. They would build it out for us, and then we'd pay, pay them. And we'd pay them a lease. Um, and actually, Testo was one of the people we approached. We didn't, tell, we didn't uh, approach Joel. We tr- approached his father, because Lisa knows him somehow. She, by the way, knows everybody. By the way, Chris, you thought I talked fast. See? Oh, am I going too fast? Uh, no. Um, anyways. I got nothing on you. <laughs> so anyways, uh, they, were th- they were contemplating it, but this, this is, they were also doing DBA at the time, so it just never really worked out. Anywho, we went to an event, and Tropy was there, and he was like, they, that group backed out of 
this building, the Gothic building. You guys can have it now. So we walked, we did a tour, and it was everything we wanted it to be. And he was like, and up here is where your patio is going to be. And we're like, oh, this is perfect. Uh, and then it just so, came home for yeah. you. You were like, mm-hmm. and we get our patio. It's a beautiful historic building. Mm-hmm. As you said, it's called the Gothic. It's on the corner of Mill and High, everybody, right across the street from the Greystone and diagonally across the street from the John S. Knight Center. And the architecture is a special, what, Chicago house style? Am I getting that right? I've heard it talked about before. I don't know. Um, uh, I just heard, heard just the Gothic style from the late 1800s. But the, uh, like, there was a special school, I think. That, oh, I see. But I could be wrong, and maybe I'm thinking of another one of his buildings. But the windows, I have to say, so it's like you were meant to be in there, mm. go so well with the theme of your restaurant. Yeah. They really complement it. Yeah. And you've got, like I said, local artwork inside. You also have, uh, I want to give credit to Eric Starr. He's got oh, some yeah. really beautiful, are they prints? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his wife actually is your sous chef. That's is that correct? correct? Yeah. So local tattoo artist, very talented um, owner of Arkham Tattoo, has some really great images in your shop and his uh beautiful wife jessica is uh behind the line making a bunch of your food taste good yeah. what about your crew um have you found one of the hardest things about running the restaurant uh to be employees and juggling schedules and that end of it i imagine with how many do you have like 30 something uh we're well yeah right now it's just over just under 40 during patio season it's just over 50 or do you, does your more. gm do a good job of managing that for you well we all kind of do it um Scheduling scheduling for the kitchen is easy. Everybody's full-time, essentially. No one's schedule really changes. Front of the house is a lot different, though. Those servers, everybody's in school. Every semester, their schedule changes, so it's yeah. more of a juggling act. Um, so that's what the GM do, does. I don't deal with the front of the house. I just do the back of the house. Here, My biggest Aaron, you do this because that's crazy. Yeah, that exactly. is. Like, oh, I can't imagine truly, that many people. Yeah. And, and yeah. yeah, back in the house, though, uh, the hardest thing is keeping the – Finding the talent, recruiting the talent, training the people, and making sure they stay. Right, you go you, through all that trouble yeah. of training, and then the next thing you know, it doesn't work out, or they leave, yeah. and you're like, great, there, yeah. there was a huge waste. Of, it's a lot yeah. of time and energy to it train really somebody. Is. Yeah, and then if that person, oh. you know, every person is vital to the kitchen, and if I lose a, an employee, who's going to fill in those holes? I mean, everyone else has to kind of absorb those hours until we can find someone else. Well, Jason and I know a lot of your staffers. It's cool when we go in there, we can say hi to the ones we know, and, and we're all very friendly, but we went to one of Lisa's birthday parties um, a year ago. I didn't make it to the one this year, but we... It was so fun. I had so much fun on that party bus you guys rented, oh, yeah. and the crew was whole, all there from uh, the restaurant, your, your, a lot of your staff, because you guys are such good friends with them, but that, to me, speaks volumes, the fact that you guys are so close, huh. and so many of your close friends are um, wanting to go out and celebrate your birthdays with you. Yeah. They, they're, it's, they're comfortable having a party and having fun and letting, letting loose. They're, it's like there's no pretentiousness. You don't have that strict boss barrier there isn't yeah there's no wall it was like us, everybody no. was having fun and there it was like a group of friends it was not a feel of employer and employees at right, all right yeah. i mean there were drinks and food and drinks and drinks and bowling and poles and drinks and food <laughs> <laughs> i got a face tattoo that night from oh gosh there was an artist amongst um she's not there anymore her name's fran or fran yeah, fran and she's beautiful francesca and mm. um Francisca, I think Francisca. she goes. Francisca, thank you. And I had, I don't know how it happened. My liquid felt 
eyeliner. It's like a black felt tip eyeliner, and she drew a face tattoo, <laughs> Mike Tyson style, all along the side of my face. There's a picture somewhere. I, I thought you got and that I in prison. I, I didn't know what she was doing. I knew. She, I thought she was gonna put like a little. I knew she was an artist, yeah. and I thought she was gonna do something just cheesy and cute, like a little like a butterfly or a flower but that it would be so cool because she's got her own touch so i was like sure go to town you know this is fun i'll go around with this little picture on my face all night she did a pattern i'm i'm telling you it looked like tiger stripes just like mike tyson's like all around my eye temple cheek and i was like (laughs) and i forgot about it that was the beginning of the night and i go we go to mahal's in cleveland and go bowling and like people are looking at me because you know it's on your face you forget about it oh yeah and i'm just having fun with everybody so again not thinking about it whatsoever and uh and then every now and then a bartender or uh someone at the bowling alley or some person in the lane next to us would just look at us like look at me like um you got something on your face there lady (laughs) that was a rough night wasn't it but no it was all good it was it was fun Zach's on his phone, everybody. Hey, I'm really Chris, sorry. I, no, I, you're I, fine. Chris, what are you up to? No, it's okay. We, I, we, we have <laughs> a lack him of, a hard of time. sound effects in this podcast. I know. I love the sounds. Of it distracted me. Well, here's something we ask everybody who comes on, and, and we know you're a lifelong Akron person, right? I, I am. Yeah, yeah, so why why do you stay in Akron? We ask this of everybody who comes Wait on. Wait a minute. He, he's Akron doing something. Hands. I'm going to Chris. Yes. Have you ever done that? Why, why Akron for you? Why Akron for me? Yeah, remind us. What is it about this city? So controversial, I knocked over my mic. No, okay, never mind. I'm, let's ask him first. I've, I don't want him to steal your answer. Okay. I just thought oh. of that. He's oh, like that. No, I'm just kidding. He's not. Sorry, what? No, I'm kidding. He wants to know something we ask every guest. Why, why am I in Akron? Why Akron in general, in life, not just career. Okay. Like, why Akron? Why stay here? Well, why I Why be here? Born and raised in Highland Square. And when I was growing up, Highland Square was this great community. You know, we had everything that we needed within walking distance. Um... You know, there was a grocery store then. There is now, but there was, you know, they had the grocery store, they had the movie theater, all that kinds of stuff. What was it? Sparkle Mart? Yeah, Sparkle right? Before that, it was it. called Star Mart. Um, but um, they tore down the grocery store, and, and it just, be, I don't know, it just was not as much fun to live there. And I actually went, started, I went to Kent State, so I moved to Kent, and I really enjoyed Kent because it was that small, oh, good I'm Lord. chewing. I'm uh, sorry. It was that small <laughs> community please, please, feeling continue. that Highland Square had for me, you know. So, we're, mm, well, my wife and I were living uh, in Kent. We weren't married at the time, but we'd been living in the same place together for like eight years, and it was time to move. Time to move. We wanted to buy a house. You and guys are so local. So, you were born and raised in Highland Square. Your uh-huh. wife is from here. You bought a house here. Yeah. You um, got married. Your reception was at the natatorium. Yeah, we got married. The that was the first free. time I ever went there. It was a beautiful reception. One of the cutest things I've ever seen at a wedding, besides a toddler slapping his grandpa in the face. That was my friend's wedding. <laughs> was you twirling your wife around yeah. you guys did a special dance that you trained for you worked for yeah, you took practiced classes. and took classes and you lifted her at one point she yeah. was close to your body she had her tiny little legs <laughs> extended yeah. in either direction um i wish everyone could see her she's so you're tall she's quite petite yes. um, yeah not too many people are, are like my height or shorter we're pretty much the same i think height wise um give or take an inch but she is just precious and she had the moves and you could tell that you were like remembering everything you learned (laughs) step by step and then the next thing you know you like i said lift her and her little dress and her little legs were just like you guys were spinning it it was the most adorable thing i've ever seen yeah i'll never forget that i have that visual in my head for life so you guys are such locals such akronites Mm -hmm. um 
So you stay here because you've got those roots. Yeah. So when we went to buy a house, I, mean, I never ever in my entire life wanted to live in Akron. Like, you know, I want to move away, get, get to New York City or whatever, you know. Um, I would think everybody who's born here and raised here has that restless intuition. That yeah. I think that's natural. Yeah. But they all end up staying. They all understand. <laughs> so Jason says, but they all understand. Kind of yeah. I think a lot of them do leave and come back. Yeah, so we, that's what we do. We left. We, we only moved to Kent, but we moved back and that's found a really, really great that's house. That's not really leaving and coming uh, back. I know, that's true. Um, <laughs> I'm but, uh, <laughs> Jody left, okay. Jody left, yeah. But uh, we found a great house in a great neighborhood back in Highland Square. We actually ended up moving like three blocks from my parents, which I never wanted to do ever in a million years. But the house is so perfect that we had to buy it, you know. And it was within our range, et cetera. So that was seven years ago. So I've been back in Akron seven years. Oh, I remember when that happened. Yeah. It's a nice house. I like your backyard, yeah. how it's laid out. It's, it's pretty cool. It's really nice, yeah. Where are some of your favorite local uh, spots to chill? I know you work all the time at this point, but right. if you, you can either get some free time now or if you can just think back to when you had some. Right. Exactly. <laughs> what were some of your favorite hangouts, either places to eat or places to be or things to do right. that are very Akron? Well, you know, my most favorite thing ever in the entire world was to hang out at Doty's, which Aww. is long gone. So now I've got Akron Family Restaurant, which is decent. I go there about once every other week or so. They have such good French toast, like classic, yeah. perfect French to- French toast. They have good sausage, too. But, um, spicy stuff? Yeah. Spi- yeah, that yeah, is good. That's good stuff. Say spicy that again. Sausage. They have a spicy awesome. sauce, breakfast sausage? Yeah, it's very good. Where um, do you... Um, but I like to... like If I have the time, if I, if I have the time for it, I'll go to like, the bookseller out in... Uh, um I uh, love that store. Um, uh, no, that's not what I'm thinking. What's the bookshop yeah. behind Dunkin' Donuts? That's the one, yeah. That's yeah, Fairlawn? Well, you know, Wallhaven, Fairlawn. Okay, Sorry. Gotcha. I got an argument recently with someone who's like, that's Fairlawn. I don't know I'm where like, the breaking Wallhaven. point is. No one knows what Wallhaven is. Yeah. Okay. So I'll go to Wallhaven. Yeah, no, I love that store. It's great. And do some browsing, get some, you know, a cookbook or fiction or something like that, and then go to get some, go to a cafe, you know, uh, Akron family usually. And What? Did Jason, you know, we don't... Do well, I, well, I don't do that ever. Don't listen to well, me. I got Julia Child's cookbook, one of her cookbooks um, from that store. Okay, yeah. And I, yeah, I've got it up on the shelf of awesome. books in here. And I want to do this thing where I make like Julia's version of beef stew. You know, I oh, want to do sure. like a Julia's something. That's cool. But they have great books, man. I yeah. bought some classic. I've got um, so many great books there. They've got postcards. Yeah, oh, totally. I love that stuff. Maps. Mm-hmm. They have neat stuff. They have a lot of first edition autographed for really great prices too. So uh, I like to collect that kind of stuff. So, anyways, that there's that. Um, if I am working, I try to get away for a little bit. And I'll come here, literally come here for to Urban Eats. You know, I hope uh, that you guys, pop in and see us. I gotta go to the bank. I gotta some change, and I'll come here and get. It a sandwich. still blows my mind that you are caffeine free now. I don't know how I feel about that. It's just weird to me because I know you as Mr. Dirty Chai. Yeah, that's such a good drink. <laughs> that was like your drink that I identified you with. Yeah. Are you still caffeine free? Yeah. Good for you. It's yeah. been months. Yeah, it's been about three, four months now. And doing what you do, that's not easy. Yeah, I, I mean, kick, to uh, kick that. I have caffeine once in a while. I had coffee last week. You Chris, know. you're a big coffee drinker. Huge coffee drinker. I was yeah. How many cups do you imagine. average a day? I, I average about 10 cups a yeah. day. That's, that's what I was doing. I was like two pots a day. Okay, well, like, that's a lot, you guys. I was getting like anxiety attacks <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Two nasty. pots a day. I, I can drink coffee at like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. Right to bed. <laughs> Jason's oh, yeah. dad can do that and not even be phased. That's insane. That. I would not be able to sleep for days, which sometimes I don't anyway. But yeah. um, no, that's, I mean, that's a good thing. You broke that. You kicked it cold turkey. Yeah, So, I did. so why did you do that? I mean, was there something that prompted it? Uh, just my health, I guess. I mean, I wasn't like, it was like a doctor was like, you need to quit drinking coffee. I was, we, at least I had actually gone on vacation for the first time since the restaurant opened and we were out, we were at a cabin and I made some coffee 
And next thing I knew, I drank the whole pot, and it was like seriously like an hour or two hours. It was like in no time, and my heart was like. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh, I'm thinking about work. And because oh, gotta, you weren't I'm, racing around work, you didn't need that energy. It right. wasn't being expended, and well, you were, yeah. it was contained, and you weren't going in. Exactly, and I was. I found myself thinking, arrest. like stressing about work, on on vacation, like you know, I, yeah. con- I had a conscious thought, like you can't relax. I can't. I can't be like this. Like I'm. I need to relax. So I'm like, all right, no more coffee. Um, and that was it. Oh, then a couple of days later, actually, I had a uh, Starbucks drink, and I drank too fast, and the caffeine hit me really hard again. I'm like, you know what? Done. I should probably back off on caffeine. Done tomorrow. and done. But, well, if you read articles about how caffeine makes us wake up, it actually mm-hmm. doesn't give you energy necessarily. It mm-hmm. blocks receptors in our brain okay. that, that keep us from getting tired. So there, are, I mean, uh, there there are natural ways, I think, to as you probably have found out since then, to get energy to stay yeah. energetic and to stay awake so. yeah it's a stimulant 100 percent, and blocking those receptors that's what it does um so it does get you going but there are s- so many natural ways to do that too yeah that you i think you drink tea now decaf i do minor. drink tea uh herbal tea uh if i need energy i just think about work and i start stressing out real good so <laughs> then i'm like oh god it gets oh your god. blood pumping yeah. just fine <laughs> Why Mexican cuisine specifically? Tell everybody that. Because you've worked at all those different restaurants yeah. you mentioned. They all have you know, either American or fusion or this or that going on. How did you settle on the type of food you're doing? Well, it was uh, almost, it was truly a business decision. It was, it was, we looked at the market and we looked at what. It wasn't a preference based on your palate? No. Wow. I mean, and we love Mexican food. I mean. Sure. We, we looked at, we loved going to Cleveland for, for Mamocho, for Lopez, Palad- mm-hmm. Paladar, places like that. There's nothing like that in Akron. That's mm-hmm. what we, th- that's a niche that Akron doesn't have. We like eating it. I enjoy making it. I know I can make it. So let's just try it out. And that was part of the, the menu process was, can I make this food? So, uh, you know, going through the cookbooks, kind of a good, a good menu for the first, first menu, uh, at the restaurant, we change our menu every six months or so. Um, that, that that convinced me that Mexican would work well in downtown Akron. And in fact, after we opened, there was that study. The downtown Akron had hired that that committee, like the group, to interview people to find out what right. downtown Akron needed. And right. That it was like a consulting. Yeah, group. consulting firm. Yeah. Yeah. And they, uh, one of the, the questions they asked people was, "What restaurant does downtown Akron need?" And the number one answer was Mexican. So and you filled that void, filled that, and yeah. you knew that. Uh huh. Well, you guys, yeah, wow. ahead of time. I mean, if we'd seen that. You guys were very smart to do that. Yeah. It's been very successful. So successful. There's yeah. a new little taqueria in town, mm-hmm. the El Gato, that opened over on Main Street. It's like a street food baby version, nothing like what you guys nothing. do. Nothing at all. Uh, but we went there over the weekend. We went. We tried lots of new foods this weekend. And that was good. Yeah, did Danny did a good job. The artwork's good. cool. The food's cool. Just like yours, the artwork's cool. The food's cool. Like Both like equal level awesomeness, mm-hmm. but completely different experiences. Yeah. And so it's like, you know... And I went to Sweet Mary's. Yeah, um, I go there a lot, actually. I went to new places over the weekend and tried new things, and it, it, it was just so good all around. I went to, I got pho from Thai Pho uh, Friday night, Thai nice. Pho on East Helmage, and mm-hmm. the, it was delicious. I got awesome. a carryout, and uh, that was incredible. Uh, like I said, we went to Sweet Mary's, which is um, a bakery, and I got a chocolate cream pie that we oh, put nice. in the shop for the land of land of plenty benefit in here oh, at fun. musica saturday night that was a good night and then we went to we went to the gym yesterday and then we just got lunch at the lands but then uh no it was saturday at like 5 p.m we, we tried el gato so we got this like really awesome mix of local akron foods new ones um obviously we'd had a lands before but like just so proud of everybody everybody's bringing their talents to the table everybody's making it their own um you know the local restaurants support each other and and 
you know, I, I make it a point to go check out people's stuff and tell people, hey, mm. this place is awesome. You should check it out. Uh, because I believe in that. I, I'm passionate about food and about what we do and how awesome you are with us and Aaron from Crave is with us. And we want, we've always supported, you know, it's just reciprocal like that. But yeah. it's not like you're doing it out of obligation or duty. It just is what it is. We all want to enjoy this city. So yep. thank you on behalf of all Akronites for bringing something so uh really beautiful really um polished wow. uh mm. and and that's something that was missing to the city for everybody to enjoy yeah. i mean yeah. it's you know everybody that i know has been there if you haven't where the heck have you been yeah. if you haven't yeah. if you haven't you gotta go um like Please i said make reservations though it's beautiful make reservations so that you know you're only doing yourself a favor in that case uh what's up with valentine's day do you have any special sure we're working on that right now um, we will be open that Sunday. We're usually not open on Sundays, so um, we're doing. We're open five to nine on, on that Sunday and get a little bit of give some people a chance to come That's in on the actual so Valentine's cool. Day. Everybody, you can go to Nuevo on a Sunday for Valentine's Day. It's a special thing. Yeah. Definitely make yeah. a reservation. <laughs> yes, do not please. just show up. Yeah, it's actually already filling up, so definitely get in here. Yeah, get on that. And then two weeks later is actually the restaurant's two-year anniversary, and we're going to have a fun little party. Uh, Monday the 1st of March where we're going to set up like we did for Lisa's birthday where it's a cover charge. I think we're going to charge 50 per person. We're going to do uh, uh, there's going to be a beer table, a wine table and a tequila table this time. Wow. Um, and you can just, all you can, all you can drink and then we're also going to have a taco bar and a couple other things so all you can eat as well. And just kind of come in and hang out and mingle and there'll be live music and it'll be a lot of fun. That's awesome. When is that again? Uh, March 1st. March 1st? Mm-hmm. Uh, write Monday, that, write Monday, that down, March. Chris. Or actually, I'm sorry. Yeah. I think that's written. Not March 1st, uh, February 29th, because it is a leap day. Ah, I got Jason yeah. Cavs to goods for Christmas, and he's going on leap day up to Cleveland. What do you think about that whole situation? Yeah. Do you care about the whole firing of the coach? Who? Are you a Cavs fan? What? Okay, back to food. Um, <laughs> we only have a couple minutes, so at the end of each podcast, we really like to talk about what upcoming events there are here in town that we want to highlight. Are there any that we didn't already mention or that you want to kind of reiterate we just talked about valentine's day but if you want to um i can't think i think we just covered some dates what about the new restaurant what's Hmm. the timeline for that approximately um it is going to open in mid-july according to the guys that are building it up in up in cleveland yeah yeah so exciting the boat thing that blew my mind it's crazy and it's not just any boat it's not any boat it's It's like a freighter yeah it's a freighter yeah it's an old (laughs) iron ore freighter it's Ready for you can fit a lot of people on that, huh? We can put a lot of people. I was gonna say it's meant it's meant to hold a lot of people and a lot of tequila. Um, Do you know if they're going to do anything special with the interior of that boat or anything? Because is is it event ready? I'm wondering. No, it's not. I didn't think it is a. uh, It's actually a floating museum. Um, so I don't think like, I think oh, I'm not really sure how much it'll, we're not going to change it for us. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we'll throw up some chair, rent some chairs, throw them on the, on the top of the boat because yeah. it's a big flat top, and then uh, put some lights up there. And yeah, and I'm acting like it's this big, like meant to be like you know some crazy drunken club scene. No, that's no, I'm, I'm joking. No, it's going to be it's like going to be a beautiful the air show, very or tasteful. The tall ships thing right. that's coming up, which is going to be a lot of fun. Very respected stuff. space, but very very unique space yeah. to hold an event. So very, I can't wait. I'll attend anything I can uh, when it opens and when it's ready up there just to experience that. Yeah. Uh, I cannot thank you enough. Thank you for what you've done here in the city and you're continuing to do, uh, providing another experience. Yeah. Uh, really crazy, awesome food. And of course, that, that outstanding bar. And, 
you know, credit to you and your staff for keeping it rolling. I mean, it's d- call it a success. It's done. It's, yeah. You know, yeah. you tested those waters and it's rolling. Your yeah. reservation books are always, always filled. Full. Yeah. You did it. High five. Yay. So proud of you. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, check out Nuevo at 54 East Mill Street. You can find them online at nuevomodmex.com. And phone number, uh, you can find phone number, contact information. But, yeah, definitely make a reservation because they're popular. Here's Zach's yeah. personal number. You can just call him directly. Uh, it is. But, uh, oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. Sorry. All right. Well, coming up uh, here in Akron, you got any events, Chris? What's going on? Uh, just a few. This Thursday, a good friend of the podcast, um, David DiDomenico at Coffee Pot Cafe, they're having a cash mob to, to kind of help give a boost to his business. You know, it's located right next to the main library. Uh-huh. So stop in anytime Thursday, stop and get a cup of coffee, uh, what have you. We also have um, this week, this weekend, Tales from the Witch's Cauldron, presented by Wandering Ascetics, one of the partners of uh, Acronist.com. And that's January 29th that opens at the, um, it's actually called Sage Rock. It's on Broad Street in East Akron. That's that's their space. They're so confused. Um, they think it's Halloween. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. And also um, in, the, in the theater world, we've got a... Uh, this really cool play called uh, Devil's Milk. It's a trilogy, and it's oh, about yeah. Akron's rubber rubber history. That Kyra, opens who used to 4th. work for you, is oh. behind that. I'm sorry. What? To, yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's helping with that. That's excellent. Where is that at? She used to work for Zach. It, it's at Balch Street Theater. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it opens yeah. February 4th, and they, they ran a uh, test run of the trilogy last, last year. Now they're actually doing the full production. So part one uh, opens February 4th. We've also got... Pachacucha, uh, the next installment, February 5th Pachacucha. at he knows the I'm Akron gonna do that. Civic Theater. Um, there are a few more, but... Pachacucha uh, at the Civic this time. I'll, I'll hand very, it over cool. to Liz at this point. To and you can um, talk over me and interrupt too because I'm no, the worst. Okay. I'm the worst. It's all right. Uh, we have this Thursday... Well, back up. This Wednesday at Musica, uh, the 10 by 3 uh, that Akron's Musica is now hosting. It's uh, 10 musicians each performing three songs. They are going to be singers and songwriters, and that's going to be an ongoing thing hosted by Musica's Jay Minkin, and it's every Wednesday, including this coming Wednesday. Thursday, Vinyl Spin and Swap will also take place at Musica, and Friday is the Brent Kirby and His Luck Show. Uh, Saturday at Musica, Angela Purley's album album release, excuse me, and coming up at the Akron Civic Theater uh, on uh, the 30th, I want to say. I should have written the date down and I didn't, but Louis Black is coming, and I want to say that's Saturday night as well, so that's at 8 p.m., Louis Black national internet you know the lewis black will be here in akron performing and we have um all kinds of fun stuff coming up uh at the nightlight of course go to their website anytime you can and find a show for yourself to attend this week carol is there and that's with kate blanchett and it was up for golden globe awards so i know that's supposed to be a phenomenal movie to see and it's there through the 28th or 29th of this week Urban Eats will be producing its new February menu starting next week, so there's that. And like we said, Valentine's Day, plan for uh, dinner at Nuevo. They're not open on Sundays, but they will be for Valentine's Day. You can call and make your reservations uh, before it's too late uh, ASAP. Get on it. But we thank you so much, Zach. Mm. You do an incredible job. My pleasure. And I'll quit sucking up to you now. I think I've made it clear we're proud of you we will continue to come and eat the delicious food and drink the the beautiful drinks and we'll do the same when we can come see you up in cleveland okay great 
Thank you. All right. Well, thanks, Liz. Thanks, Zach. Thank thanks, you. Jason. Thanks for Urban Eats for thanks, ho- hosting us. Thanks, and, guys. And uh, as always, keep it an acronym. Acronym. Day. <laughs> day. <laughs>